0: This is the Virtual Pause Podcast, a time to integrate body, mind, heart, and spirit, which leads to resilience and stability in our everyday chaos. This is your host, Angie Wynn. All right, so I've been on a little concert binge lately. I mean, I say that, but it's only been a couple. Um, but Dave Matthews was in November and my kids don't know Dave Matthews band that well. They know they're somewhat familiar with some of the songs, but I guess that's not true. Recently, they've been more familiar regardless. Um, but it doesn't even matter if you don't know the songs, like they are so in their fullness when they're playing. And I was listening to an interview yesterday about them and and about how they will provide the structure of the song at the beginning so you know what the audience is like, oh, I know what I'm getting into, right? I know what to expect. And then they improv. And they all just improv at different times. And so it's this beautiful mixture of, Structure and freedom, right? And it allows them to just be fully who they are. And they're—it's crazy if you've ever seen them and or even listened to them live. It's their improvisation is so amazing, and then of course I have to do a shout out to you two at the Sphere last week. Wow! Incredible, I can't even explain it. I really can't even explain it. There are no words, The but how I will try and explain my experience with them is that they, they've always in my, any concert I've ever been to, a YouTube concert, I've, they just put on almost like a spiritual experience. They like give everything that they have, right? But the sphere is almost a Canvas, a multimedia canvas that allows them to fully be ex- like express so much more of who they are. It's and so you're not, you're, you know, they're so good at intentionally doing everything. And so then you add artificial intelligence and you add um, the way the sphere is designed and you add, like, I can't even. You add all these things, all these elements to it, and it gives them so many more ways to express their fullness, right? And it is unbelievable. And they're, they do it for their people, right, for their audience. Um, and so I was thinking about how much fun it is, and I love to see musicians anyway because um, especially jazz or people who are really, really good because what they do is they get lost in the zone, right? They're lost um, in this, and they always have smiles on it. They're just in it. They're in it. And even watching my, my husband and two kids when they're in their zone and playing, it's like literally they're looking through you. It's really, it's awesome. So I was thinking about this fullness of these musicians and how We can really live from this place of fullness. We can be pretty full. We can be, we can express uniquely who we were designed to be. um, Because we were designed to be a full expression, right? A full expression of God, a full expression of love and beauty. And I think that we, the world tells us that we have, you know, talents and we can train ourselves up. And and I think that we can be pretty awesome um, at whatever we're doing. Even if it's not for the benefit of other people. But I don't think we get to the fullness, right? I think when we tap into God's purpose for justice and for peace and for forgiveness and for reconciliation, then that's when we can really tap into this. Um, I just think God opens us up and we're able to be even more full, more of an expression of who God is. And, you know, there's a great verse, seeking the welfare of the city. Um, If you seek the welfare of the city, then you will also seek your own benefit, You will also seek your own treasure. But it's seeking that welfare of others first. And then it will benefit you as well. Um, And it's funny too because when you hear people talk about serving, I think that people who are starting maybe into volunteer or service will say, well, I want to do it because I want to make sure my kids know how lucky they are. And so I'm going to have them work with people who aren't so unlucky, which to me feels really gross. Um, But I get it because I'm sure I was there too. But when you give, when you give, you get so much in return, right? And it's not that, oh, I have some, so I'm going to give it to you because I have what you need. It's more of this dance of there's God in the midst, right? God is in the midst of this of this mutual exchange of this service of, and we may give something, but they give something back, and so you fill that fullness, you feel it, you experience it, so much. Howard Thurman, who was civil rights, he actually was. I keep saying he's a civil rights activist, but he was actually a mentor of civil rights activists such as Martin Luther King and Baptist preacher, he was considered a mystic, which back in that day would have been heretical and probably still today in some religious circles. And all that means, mystic, is you experience God in a way that you, it's not a cognitive thing only, right? So you all are mystics. So he says, our concern with the imperative for social action is not merely to feed the hungry, not merely to relieve human suffering and human misery. If this were all in and of itself, it would be important, surely. But the basic consideration has to do with the removal of all that prevents God from coming to the fullness of life of the individual. Whatever there is that blocks this calls for action. Removal of all that prevents God from coming to fullness in the life of the individual. Whatever there is that blocks this calls for action. And I think that that expands our view of our purpose, right? It's not just, okay, I have this little job over here and I make my money um, to be able to support my family. And then I might do a little service here and there, which is great. Feed the hungry, all of these things. But this idea of removing the obstacles that allows someone to live into their fullness is an amazing concept. And the great thing about it is that we can do that all the time, right? We can do that in conversation. We can do that in our work. We can do that with our children, with our friendships? How can we create that safe space and help acknowledge the obstacles and help remove them so that someone can live out of the fullness of who they are? And that starts with us, right, with experiencing our own fullness and removing our own obstacles. to allow us to just be this channel of love and creativity and passion and sight and forgiveness and safety. So we're gonna play around with our fullness today. Sounds strange. So let's sit up and feel the fullness of our body, right? We wanna feel our existence. We are not too small and we are not too big. We are who we are. We take up space and that is good. So let's take up space. Planting our feet on the ground. You can stand or sit. Make sure your spine is tall. And as you inhale, really bringing up your arms, feeling, feeling how much space you're taking up as you move your arms and stretch up high. And then as you exhale, bring your hands down to heart center, round your back, chin to chest. And this is a very humble pose, right? This is a an obedient, um, a humble posture. Inhale, rise up, allowing the fullness to just expand throughout your body. And then exhale bring your hands down to heart center chin to chest round your back feeling that place of humility feeling that place of we can't do this without being connected to god inhale rise up stretching up high and then let's go to the right bending over getting a nice side bend stretch inhale rise up go to the left side bend stretch inhale rise up and let's shake out our arms and our shoulders let's bring our hands to our shoulders and draw small circles and get bigger and bigger and then stop and reverse Loosen our jaws. Squish our faces. (sighs) Let's move our neck. So let's inhale and bring our neck to the, our head to the left, holding it here, breathing in and out. back to neutral drop your ear to your shoulder be very aware very present noticing how the stretch feels noticing what's tight what's tense inhale as you exhale go the other direction noticing where there might you might feel some constriction you might feel some energy flow come back to neutral drop your ear to your shoulder Very aware, very present. And then come back up. Move things around. And let's twist, looking behind our shoulder, placing our hand on the opposite knee and really twisting your spine. Coming back and in the other direction. Coming back to neutral. Then just sit up tall. Take a breath in. And a sigh out. Another breath in. A sigh out. Fenway is on the couch next to me and he's breathing really loudly so maybe we should just let him guide us today. For our breath. <laughs> Allow your belly to be loose with your spine tall shoulders back and down and imagine you're inhaling all the life the new fresh air the fullness and you're exhaling all the obstacles, the blockages, the resistance. Inhale, fill up with the fullness of God. Exhale the lies, the confinement, the constraints. Inhale this sense of wholeness, integration, stability. Exhale, disconnection, fragmentation, chaos. Inhale more of who God designed you to be Exhale who you think you should be or who you're trying to be. Take a few more breaths, bringing in more fullness, exhaling anything that blocks you. To think of a characteristic of you, a virtue of you, a talent, um, I don't know what I'd call it, fruit of the Spirit that God has implanted, embedded in you. Maybe it's just a seed right now, or maybe it's really taking taken hold and blossoming. But what is in you Brings you fullness that expresses the fullness of God. How does your very being help remove the obstacles for another one, another person to live in their fullness? How does your very being help create safe space for another or equip them to live in their fullness? What is in you that helps remove obstacles from another person. How can this little seed in you grow? What is in your mind? or in your heart that is afraid to let it grow, to let yourself grow into your own fullness? What are your own obstacles, self-imposed obstacles that you have in place that keep this fullness from growing? What wounds might be playing a part in keeping you from living out the fullness of who you are? Where is a need for control and power at play that keeps this fullness down? a need for approval and acceptance that keeps this fullness down <laughs> where is there a need for safety and security that keeps your fullness down Can you inhale and exhale and let go? As Jesus says, die to self, die to these self-imposed expectations and false programs of happiness and let go. Surrendering to the present moment. Trusting that you have all that you need. Receiving the love of God for all that you are. Your clumsiness, your brilliance, your dark and your light. And trusting in this path, trusting in this fullness, trusting in the expansiveness of it and also the guardrails around it that God has set in place for you. Perhaps the obstacles, perhaps the fullness is just a little flame. How can it be affirmed? How can it be given what it needs to be given to grow and also snuffed out if it is not the fullness that you were designed to bear. Now that we have settled our bodies, quieted our minds, opened our hearts, by letting go. Now let's listen. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. What word or phrase jumps out at you? Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. What do you feel like in the Holy Spirit? God, your soul is saying to you as you listen to this. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down. Shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, what is your prayer or your response? Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. for us is to know God's love that surpasses knowledge that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God so let's go out there and not make a stink and not try and acquire or conquer or hide but let's Cultivate that flame inside of us and allow it to grow into the fullness so that we can help another be full as well. Thank you so much for joining today's Virtual Pause podcast. I hope that you can experience some stability in the midst of chaos.